Oh, I thought you were actually going to do the music in post. <laughs> no, because we'll get a copyright strike. I oh, a, that's right. I can do it horribly with my mouth. And then your hands, eh? And my hands. Well, do, do the beginning again. The Terminator, up next. Hey, everybody. It's How you doing? Time. Yes. Well, we look at movies that we've uh, we watched our entire lives. And we'll continue to rewatch our entire lives. Indeed. We don't anticipate a lot of hits on this one. No? It's fucking old, son. The Terminator. It's fucking old. 1984. We're still older. Yeah. <sighs> by two whole years. <laughs> <laughs> um, what I like, and this is real quick before we dive into it, is that it came out in 1984. It was set in 1984. Mm-hmm. And it's referenced as being set in 1984 in the 1992 follow-up Terminator 2. But mm. anyway, uh, who is this directed by? A guy named James Cameron. Hmm. I love this. His first film. <laughs> I love that. His first film after Piranha 2, The Spawning. That's right. I Piranha can't get 2. over the fact that somebody watched Piranha 2, The, the Respawning. Or it's The Spawning. And the they spawning. went... Yeah, let's give this guy a fucking shit ton of money. Well, you know what? Gail Ann Hurd was a producer. Okay. She's the co-writer on this movie and, and was his ex-wife for years. Okay. Um, she came on as producer. Okay. He gave her the rights. To Terminator. Yeah. But she could only get a studio involved if they agreed to him directing. Oh, So she okay. said no to a lot of studios until she found one that said, Sure. We'll that would explain why it had like a weird uh, studio that I'd never even heard before. Yeah, uh, Carlico or something. Something like, like that. They're not Carlico around or something. Or it was. I remember. I was just like, oh, weird. Yeah. Like really weird. But then again, I mean, this is also his second movie ever, yeah. right? Um. So this is actually also interesting for me too because I I watched the Terminator two first, obviously. Me too. Yeah. And it was a couple of years, it was a good couple of years after Terminator 2 that I had watched the first one. Because Terminator 2, even though it was restricted, it was like this crazy phenomenon where there was video games and action figures for kids. It was, it was insane. an unbelievable phenomenon. Like, yeah. I mean, like, I'm glad that I was a kid during that period. Yeah. Like, I was only like 10 years old. So, you know, I'm sure I didn't get to see it in the theater. I got to watch that on Laserdisc, okay? That's amazing. Yeah. I think I was, yeah, VHS. Yeah. Every, uh, only the one time, that at the time, uh, this kid that I knew, his dad had Laserdisc. He was like the, I think, third person in town. Yeah. One or, one of, the, I think he might have been only the second of two people. Because I remember Hill City Comics sold Laserdisc. They, yes. They were big, they, I think they were one of the only Laserdiscs. They were huge, selling. too. They were like they were this big. Two sides of records. And this thing was like, Two movies, if I remember, like two actual record discs yeah. for this thing to play. Um, now, first time I watched it was on VHS, just super cool. Yeah. I watched it on VHS, and that one, uh, and then I watched it on the laser disc. But I can't get over that. Like I remember, it was everywhere. It was nuts that it was everywhere because yeah. it's a rated R movie, and like rated R. Like there was no. It was rated R, but it had like this sense of. It had a sense of like fun or something to it. Like it wasn't the Terminator. Two or three years after T two, I uh, I watched the Terminator with my grandparents. They rented it for me and we watched it out at the camp. Yeah, because I forever weird, I was like, right? this is Terminator two. So obviously there's a Terminator one. Right. So when I saw the Terminator, I was like, oh yeah. The only thing that I knew about Terminator, the original, the one that we're going to be talking about, even though we are going on a tangent of T two. Yeah. The only thing there's that a I T2 knew. There's a T two episode coming. Don't worry. Was that James Cameron directed it? Yes. Still, our uh, Schwarzenegger was in it. Yeah. But he was the bad guy. Yeah. And Linda, Linda Hamilton was in it as well. Right. That was it. Such a shock, though, like to watch the first after the second and see Schwarzenegger as the villain, her as this, like, ah. yeah, whereas in the second she's this badass, I'll fuck you up good, yeah, you know, yeah, like, like um, oh man, okay, but hold on, so 
So we're doing the original. So we're doing the original. Yeah. Um, so I didn't watch Terminator 1 till probably 95. I think I might even have been a little bit later. And I got to say, it honestly kind of horrified me a little. It's it's, like it's a really good, it's a sci-fi. It's a horror Stalker. Though. It's a horror Suspenseful movie. thriller. I wouldn't say it's a horror. Oh, yeah, I, I feel, there's, yeah. This is very, this is like horror like Alien. And that's what freaked me out about it was um, the whole end sequence is, is creepy the whole as end, hell. The whole end sequence creepy is as horrifying. Hell. It is, yeah. I wouldn't say it's a horror flick per se, but there is definitely some horrifying elements. Like yeah. when, that thing, when the, the uh, I can't think, was it a T-800 in that one? Yeah, T-800 yeah. in both of them. That's right. So when the Terminator actually like comes out of the fire, like just knocks something over and then stands up. Yeah. The, I remember the first time I watched it, I was like, Whoa. Actually, you know what? I don't think I was too far removed from you because I was still at that stage where I was just like, holy shit, like, oh my god. And then it's coming after. When it's coming after at the end, I was like, this is fucking crazy. Yeah. This is fucking crazy. Yeah. And like now, like when I've rewatched it, like, I've rewatched it a couple times. So this time I rewatched it from like like an actual like review standpoint. And I'm still amazed with how they shot it. it it's <laughs> like, it's one of those movies where, like T2's in my top five of all time. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Terminator is one of those movies where I watched it and I was like, ah, I like it, but it's not as good as T2. But as I watch it more, as I get older, yes. I'm loving it more and more and more to the point now where I love it, I think, almost as much as T2. I'm, it, it was neck and neck it's, to me, too, it's, because like, it's close. Um, there, uh, there's a line that I have that I'm going to say for when we actually talk about Terminator 2. Yeah. But like... There's nothing in this movie that's bad, which I really like, which I really enjoy about this movie. Um, just the simple fact that it's time travel. Mm -hmm. And it's actually one of the few time travel movies where I'm not like, holy fuck, guys. Jesus. <laughs> you know, and I'm not like a time travel expert. I've always said, if you're going to do a time travel movie, establish your rules and then follow the rules. Mm -hmm. Okay? That's it. That's all I want you to do. If you say you can time travel by doing this, this, and this, and if you do anything and it fucks stuff up, that's fine, okay? But don't say, these are the rules, and then immediately change them yeah. halfway through or whatever. That's kind of the only thing with Endgame where I'm just like, don't think about it. Just don't think about it, because it is going to kind of give you a sore head. Yeah, yeah. Okay? But anyway, um, but I actually will say that the time travel is... More importantly, looped for the two movies. It's really well done in the first one, but mm -hmm. viewing them both back to back and looking at them as, say, one giant movie yeah. is a way better uh, way of thinking about it because then it's just a closed loop, right? It's a closed loop of time travel and everything that happened after that happens like it would, right? Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> but anyway, I love... <laughs> I'm trying to figure it out. I was trying to think, how would I start this? But even just right at the beginning where we get introduced to all the, the prime characters, but like the fucking opening sequence. Well, the opening sequence were in the future. That's what I mean. Like the you opening sequence in the wicked future. Wicked stop motion. Absolutely incredible stop motion. they went CGI and, and stuff with the sequel. but with, They have with, like with, the ground littered with skulls. Yeah. They have the humans. You get that tank crushing oh, the skulls. God. You get that amazing, amazing score by Brad Fidel, who kind of disappeared off the face of the planet. Yeah. Now he's a he's a surfer now, apparently. Good for him. Because I was I was like, good for him. I was looking at this today. I was like, Brad Fidel, he, he did both of these. He did True Lies. What the hell happened to this guy? Yeah. Oh, he just he surfs. I didn't like the way the movie industry was going. Didn't like how I did my music anymore. So I'm a surfer now. Good for him. Cool. He probably made a pretty pretty penny though. Cool. Like I'm not saying he made like millions. Oh, I'm sure he's got some kind of royalty, but something with something the music. That I mean, because honestly, this is one of the best, most iconic theme songs out of any movie. Of the all whole time. soundtrack, though. But I guess part of it because it's in the '80's too. It's so very. <laughs> you know what I mean? So there, I'm literally parts like, of this oh, where it's like, yeah. Like, um, the whole Kyle Reese when he's getting chased by the cops at the department store, the music going off in that scene. Oh man. But even just okay, like like I said, like when you okay. start the movie, yeah, and they give you that blurb about like mankind and, and Skynet and stuff like that, and you're like, okay, all mm -hmm. right, and then they immediately show you the future. Yeah, you're like, oh wow, you know, you've got your uh, what the hell are they hunter killers flying around? Yeah, some uh, yeah. I can't. No, I don't think they're hunter killers no. flying around. 
I don't, anyway. I don't think they really even had a name until later in the series. Yeah, I like think so. After too. the sequel. Yeah, but anyway, so they're flying around, and they look really cool, and they're just, like, firing off weapons, and it's really, like, ground-level, like, fucked-up shit, right? Yeah. And then, uh, you know, and then, like, you get that whole th sequence there, and even that shot of John, uh, John Connor with the scar on his face. Yep. I was like... I, and I forgot about that. I forgot about that, too. I was like, oh, my God, so another actor actually played John Connor at the mm -hmm. beginning. Which is cool. Yeah, I forgot about that. And then uh, and then I think we scene cut to, uh, if I remember correctly, because I just watched this the other night, Sarah Connor. So we get introduced to Sarah Connor. Um, yeah, she starts off uh, at the restaurant, right? Yeah, she starts off at the that, restaurant. That's kind of her first... Uh, and it's a real quick one, because then immediately... Or is it at her apartment with her with her friend? No, and it's, then she it's goes at her apartment work. with and her friend. Then she goes to work. That's right, because... And they're talking about going out later. Yeah. And because... The next scene is uh, Arnie showing up, and like totally nude because nothing organic can go through. Mm -hmm. Which I was like, "Fuck!" Like it's so crazy or inorganic. Nothing inorganic can go through, and that's one of the reasons why they created the uh, the Terminators. Yes, yeah. a to infiltrate the camps. Yeah, because it was getting harder and harder to figure out if they're real or not, and then two, so that they could time travel, send this thing back and kill. Sarah Connor before she even has John Connor. And I love that only dogs can sense the Terminators. Yeah. Like that's such a nice little touch. Yeah. You know? Um Yeah, so he comes through and then I think like so he comes through and he goes and he meets up the bike gang with Bill Paxton. This, the, it's not a bike gang, they're punkers. They're punkers. They're, they're punkers. punkers. That's like both of these feel very much like products of their time, right? Because exactly, like, '80s is punk, '90s is the bike and leather, and well, and, and stuff. it's like Guns and Roses, yeah. very much like that whole yeah. thing. But yeah, so, so like yeah. you get so Bill Paxton, you get Bill Paxton. Now this is the beginning of the of him getting killed by the Trinity, <laughs> yeah, right? I was like that's the funny. Trinity of '80s. I forgot sci -fi about monsters. Predator Two. I forgot that he got killed because he Predator gets killed 2. in Aliens, gets killed in Predator Two. But first, before those two, he got killed yeah. by the Terminator. Um, <laughs> his death wasn't that bad. No. But the guy he stole the clothes from, yeah. and he's a, uh, he was a character actor for quite some time. Yeah. I can't remember his name, but he, because of his, the way his face is, he's played a lot of, like, scary bad guys. He was, um... He got punched he was, through! He was Shao Kahn in, in yeah, Mortal Kombat now. exactly. And other things. And, and a bunch of other things. A bunch of other things. Yeah. So Shao, Shao Kahn is the one I remember the most, mm -hmm. too. But he gets, like, fucking punched right through, and I was <laughs> just like, oh, yeah, I forgot how brutal this, this can actually be, right? Because again, like this is a rated R movie. In this games. is hard R. Like, yeah. This is like if they re-release Terminator Two now, it's not rated R. I don't think. I think it's. I think like even with the Canadian rating that was introduced later on. Yeah. Like fourteen A. Like I think it was fourteen A T two, but Terminator One was a hard R in Canada. And it would be a hard R today too. Above eighteen A. Yeah, it would definitely be a hard R. Still an R. Yeah. Um, and then like, uh, so we see that he gets his clothes and immediately he starts tracking down Sarah Connors. Yeah. Which right? is so cool. Goes to the phone book. I know. I was like, I forgot uh, how fucking like they, how, uh, smart it was for the machines to go, okay, like you're going to go back in time. Here's everything you need to know yeah. from the eighties to figure, like find her. Yeah. And, but unfortunately they don't have what Kyle Reese has, which is a picture and his entire life building up to this moment of saving John Connor's mom, the great, illustrious John Connor, and the yeah. legendary Sarah Connor. So when Kyle Reese gets dropped off, yeah, you have that awesome sequence where he's like dodging the cops and shit in the mall, which I was like, this is so cool. It's, mm -hmm. it's great because we did three things within 20 minutes. Yeah. We introduced the world that they're coming from. We introduced the world of today. Mm-hmm. We introduce Sarah Connor and what she's about. She's just your typical girl. Young, smart, yep. great, like she's a nice person. Yep. We introduce the Terminator, which we've already got a feel for. We know he's fucking ruthless. And then we introduce Kyle Reese, and just with that sequence of the cops, we show we see, okay, he can fucking handle himself. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. Um, and they're all cut. Like he I, I always forget how much how good a shape Bane got in. You know what? Uh, I love that guy though. Yeah. 
Yeah, me too. Like, watching this, like, I was lucky, and I remember I told you I watched Alien Aliens double feature last year. Yeah. I also watched the Terminator T2 feature last year oh, at the theater. Oh, fuck you. Yeah, so I, I was <laughs> lucky you. enough. I was lucky enough to get to see a lot of my favorites oh. on the big screen. But These are ones that I'm definitely watching in the theater, for sure. If they redo at least. Yeah. In a heartbeat. Yeah. Um, what the hell was I going to say now? Oh, yeah, so, like, within 20 minutes, the stage has been set, the main players have been set, and then it's just go. It's go. You like, know? It's, the pace is quick. It's very quick. But it's not like. It's not rushed. You're not overwhelmed by it. Exactly. There are times where it, they allow things to breathe so that they can build up the suspense. Yeah. There was only a couple of times where I was just like, you can almost see that they're, they're kind of finding their footing. Like, uh, what I mean in terms of how they treat the Terminator's power level. Right? Because this is supposed to be a cybernetic advanced killing machine, right? Mm -hmm. So that scene where he's uh, essentially tossing the boyfriend around at Sarah Connor's actual apartment yeah. was one of those where I was like, ah, he wouldn't really be doing that. You know, he would literally just be like, snap, you know what I mean? Or like torso off. Or like at the beginning when he punched right through the guy. Yeah. It'd be these things. It wouldn't be this dragged out thing. I just feel like it was one of those, or even because like, the guy punches him. And at no point does a guy go, what the fuck, right? Mm -hmm. So it was those just little bit of missteps. Other than that, I was, just, I was still just like, fuck, man. Like, It's so great. Like, oh, and horrible time, too, for Sarah. Because he thought he killed Sarah Garner when he killed her roommate. Like, he was done. And then she calls and leaves a message on the answer. Yeah, no kidding. Hey, it's But Sarah. also, it's still really cool, though. Uh, like, first of all, I felt bad that she... <laughs> Most of the people that died, I was just like, ah, jeez. Yeah. Well, the one chick, like, right at the beginning, he goes to her house, he goes, are you Sarah Connor? Yeah. She's like, yeah. And then you're like, oh, fuck. Is this older <laughs> woman just whoosh. You're like, oh, shit. And then, like, and that starts sparking it, too, because then it's like Sarah Connors are getting killed in the area. Yeah. So now Sarah Connor's freaking out. Yeah. So that intro sequence, I, there's so many things that, like, I love when we, we see the first meeting of Terminator finally seeing Sarah Connor mm -hmm. and she's dodging uh, Kyle Reese because of course he looks like a fucking bum stalker, right? And then it's that whole like same thing where she's in between the two and then he's taken out the Terminator and forces her basically to like, you know, come with me if you want to live. I yeah. was like, yes! I always forget that he was the first person to say that too because of how huge Terminator 2 was. Yeah, you know, <clears throat> but it's so oh. it's so cool. I just I love that Kyle's like you think he's just following John's orders, but really he loves this woman. Yeah, that the scene, stories, the picture, everything, like, everything he that he's loves heard, this he's woman. fallen in love with her before he even knew her. Yeah, and I and he says that, and I like that he's like a tough guy. Yeah, like he's a soldier, but he's still like like. I loved you before I even met you. Mm -hmm. You know, like I was everything I've heard, like all I've heard was about you and how great you were and how you raised John and, and all this stuff. And, you know, so then even though they're not together for a long period of time, when they do hook up, I'm, I'm not like, cause I'm one of those guys. It's like, really that quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Like even inspector, I remember being like, it was very quick where it was like, I hate you. You're an assassin. I'll never, ever love you. Two minutes later, but I'll fuck the shit out of you. That's the thing, like... And then after that, it's like, yeah. I love you, James. Modern movies with, with sex scenes, they, they just... There's something abrupt about them, right? Whereas in the 80s and, and beforehand, when you had a sex scene, there was a sense of romanticism about them. Like, watching, one, watching yeah. these two together, suddenly, boom, you're in a love movie. Like, it's a switch. Yeah, and it's, it's really... It's, it's not a jarring uh, thing, too. Like I said, where like, because she's never like, I like I hate him or anything like that. She's yeah. just like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. And like any normal human being, when he goes, okay, so I'm from the future. That thing's from the future. You go on and you give birth to the greatest guy who helps stem the tide and actually yeah. help us beat the machines. She's like, what the fuck? You're fucking crazy. And then, but on top of that, she has to wrestle with the fact that it's like, like, cause he's speaking to her with reverence. He's not just like, yep. like, no, 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 you gotta, blah, blah, blah. he's like, no, 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 like, 
like almost like she's a god because she gave birth to John Connor. And like you know, said, because he's also wrestling with these the love that he has for her. Now he gets to meet her. Now he gets to realize I'm the guy that fathers John Connor. That's fucked up. So this normal woman has to deal with a cyborg from the future mm -hmm. who wants to kill her before she gives birth to the the human messiah, so to speak. Yeah. And this guy is John's right-hand man. So her son that she gives birth to sends this guy to save her, keep her alive, and then eventually hooks up with her. Like, this is a fucked up shit. And I like that she actually, like, freaks out. She's like, no, I don't want any part of this. Like, I, yeah. I just want, just leave me the fuck alone. And then finally it's like, you don't have a choice. We have to do this. Yeah. And there's still a level of grounded like... realism to it, too. Yeah. Like, when they get arrested. Well, that's the thing, yeah. So when they get arrested... He's in this room. They think he's this nutball. The cops are laughing and at rightfully his back. show, rightfully so. They yeah. think he's absolutely like this guy's insane. insane. You know, you even get the same doctor in there. As the, I know, the I know. Returns in the sequel, but I, I like that. Like he even he's saying like I know how this sounds, but this is what's gonna happen. You know, she has to live. John yeah. Connor has to be born. Like fuck. Like why would you listen to me? Yeah. You know, but like you know he gets it. He understands completely how it sounds. And even, like, uh, but yeah, you're right, like, all the, like, check this out, like, watch what he says here, blah, 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 right? And they're all just kind of chuckling and laughing and, like, what the, f he says something and they're all just like, oh, I can't believe you said that, you know? And it's <laughs> like, uh, you get to see modern-day thespian Lance Henriksen. Yep, yeah. I love him. Lance He's Henriksen, so good. another guy that has fought the Trinity of Monsters. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Aliens that's and right. then Alien vs. Predator. Mm-hmm. It's a shame that he had to be an Aliens versus Predator to get that credit. Yes, well. But anyway, well, so... <laughs> and, uh... Well, I even love the fact that, like... Uh, so he... Uh, Schwarzenegger's Terminator starts off with his standard, like, haircut that he had. Yep. Then gets into that, like, explosion with the car. His eyebrows are gone. His eyebrows are gone. For the whole movie now. And he's got, like, a buzz cut now. And yeah. then that's it. That's For the rest of the movie, that's it. So as the movie progresses, he gets more and more battle damaged. Yeah. Right? And they just keep it. And they keep doing that. Uh, one of my favorite scenes, and the special effects don't hold up in this one. It has not aged well. But it's one of my favorite scenes is when his eyes fucked. So he's in front of the mirror. And they scene cut to what clearly is a fucking mannequin. Yeah, it's a it's a like it, a robot. I think it's, it's just kind of. It took them six months to make that puppet. It fucking just literally has to do this, like blink its eyes a bit, and then he like cuts the eye out. Yeah, I was like, ah, uh, even still, I'm like, I, I'm so glad that they haven't changed that scene. Well, that's the thing too, right? Because that you know that's part of the movie. Like Adrian watched it with me, and she's seen T two a few times with it. First time she watched Terminator with me, she was like, "She was like, oh, it's so bad. Why don't they change it?" And I'm like, "Because they can't change that it. Is part of this movie. Yeah, if they change that, I'd be like, uh... you, you can't pull a Star Wars and just fucking fix shit that is classic. Yeah, that is part but I'm of also that glad film. that Cameron is probably he seems like the kind of guy that's like, no, you ain't gonna fucking touch that. No, no, you ain't gonna touch that. That's shit. the way it is. You know, because like even the stop motion shit with the Terminator later on, mm -hmm. they could just as easily redo that. They could. But I honestly love the stop motion more than the CGI. I love that like that stiff. Well yeah, because there. like it adds to the more robotic like nature of these things. Like the CGI for uh the T one thousand, you had to do that. Oh yeah. You had to. But even then they had a level of practical effects that were fucking incredible. Yeah. Um but yeah, that's like one of my favorites and he just like fucking cuts that, then you get that iconic sunglasses thing when he puts that on and the light shining through the shade because you get that and that's the box cover of the original movie yeah is it's not sarah connor and uh kyle reese running from arnold schwarzenegger it's arnold it's fucking schwarzenegger, schwarzenegger like this kind of off center yeah and it's the gun and you're like it, it looks like fuck. a video game cover art yeah it totally does like, it totally does yeah. um never mind that michael bain actually was uh for the longest time the Fucking Solid Snake. That Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Snake's Revenge, the unofficial yeah. only American sequel. Yeah, that, that that's boxer, him. That boxer, they based that's it off him. of him. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, oh, man, but when they get out of that, the cop station, too. Like, sure, he does the line. That whole scene's insane, though. He's just blowing the cops away. Could you imagine that, though? Could you imagine 
like having this fucking dude in, you know, like this dude and this chick, and he's like, it's a fucking robot from the future, blah, blah, blah. Like, you can't kill it. Like, it's it's crazy. And then all of a sudden, no sooner is he saying this shit, and he's mm-hmm. like spazzing out now, then this dude shows up and starts hauling off on everybody. Like, some people are trying to fight him, and then others are just trying to run away. Like, yeah. that's incredible. The whole sequence is awesome, too. Like, I just love it. He just kind of looks around, scans the whole scenario, and then goes, I'll be back. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're like, it's a great line. <laughs> yeah. It's a shame that they bastardize it in the later sequels, but it's fucking great at that point. I'll be back. No. It was, and it was, um, yeah, it was, I'll be back, but then Schwarzenegger wanted to change it to, I will be back, because yeah. he thought that sounded more manly. And then Cameron, that was the one only arguments they ever had, was was like, listen, I don't tell you how to act. You're not going to tell me how to write. I'll be back. And that's what you're saying. <laughs> I, think, I think the argument for it to be more manly is a stupid one. Schwarzenegger's argument should have been, it would be weird that a robot would use a contraction. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, unless he had a grasp of American syntax at that point, which possible. is possible. Because obviously the I machines mean, are like... They, they showed him how to fucking look at phone books and go, okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to go to these places here, right? But I'm glad that it's With that awesome back. first person view, where it's like calculating everything. <laughs> and, you know, and it's funny too, because uh, like aside from some of the scenes, like when it's his head, right? Like when it's clearly the fucking puppet head, yeah. <laughs> it's the scanning sequence that is where it ages itself horribly. Yeah. It's like watching Jurassic Park, and you're like, for the most part, this is great, and then they yeah. look at a computer, and then you're like, oh. This huge box is like, I can do it all. It's this huge box. <laughs> it's like but even, DOS system. <laughs> even in the system itself, it's yeah. like, click, 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 click. Here's the building. Open the building up. Boop, 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 boop. Okay, and here's the defense system. Boop, 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 boop. You're like, oh my god, this is taking forever. No, this is lightning speed. This is the fastest computer in the world, and yeah. you're like, Google. No, it's not. Yeah. But anyway. Hey, Siri. Yeah. So it's like, so that aspect there, um, although I like that, again, like it's one of those things where I like that it's such a low key, low tech thing. Yeah. But seems high tech at the time. And even in the Terminator 2, it's a bit more advanced, but it's not so much more advanced that you're just like, isn't that the same fucking robot? Why wouldn't. Mm-hmm. He get the same system, right? Yeah. You're still just like, oh man, this is really cool, right? So, um, there's so many fucking things in this movie that I'm like, it's it's funny how well written it is for such a schlocky movie. Like the premise, if you really think about it, I feel like even in the '80s where there's kind of like a free for all for movies, I still feel like there's people in the the pitching room going, wait, hold on. Robots took over. There's a human resistance. It's John Connor is the one that actually stems the tide because his mom raised him to be a warrior. They figured out time travel, and the robots decided to send a robot back in time to kill Sarah Connor. And then John Connor sends some... What?! Yeah. No one's going to watch this thing. I lost what the fuck you're talking about. And you want Arnold Schwarzenegger? That guy can't even speak English. Remember when we dubbed his voice for Her- Hercules Goes to New York? <laughs> yeah, we dubbed it with Lou Ferrigno's voice. What the fuck? Yeah, sure, let's give you millions of dollars. <laughs> oh, man. Such a good movie. Such a good movie. Almost, almost went to O.J. Simpson. Yeah, I know. But then, then they didn't give it to him because they thought he was too nice of a guy. Wow, fooled you. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, that backfired. That's hilarious. I, I remember I saw, like, they actually, they got to the point where they had shots of him, headshots, mm-hmm. similar to the box cover. Yeah. And they got to that point with him, and um, I'm actually, it's you know what's really funny? I'm glad that they didn't do this. <laughs> Not... For any other reason, because not that this is like an acting movie for Arnold Schwarzenegger by any means, mm-hmm. but he's a way better actor than O.J. Simpson. Oh God, yeah. Um, like aside from the Naked Gun movies, I can't picture him in anything else and actually being like, you know what? Yeah, he did really like regardless of 
everything he's done with his life. I just, ugh, I, could, I can't picture anyone else. Like, and I think that's another problem I have, or uh, some of the things I can't kind of. It's kind of catch twenty two. I understand why they keep casting Arnold Schwarzenegger in a role as as a Terminator, and how he's almost now exclusively the good guy for yeah. the most part. Um, because like it's that iconic thing, right? Like it's just you think you hear Terminator and you think Arnold Schwarzenegger. You yeah. immediately do. You don't think uh, anyone else at all. You don't even think like if someone says Terminator Three, you don't go, "Oh yeah, with the Christina Lockin." You go, "Oh, that's the really kind of campy Terminator movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger." And I think there was a chick, mm -hmm. Terminator Two, whatever. I don't like that movie. The third, I like the third. I I like them all. I I love one and two. I like and Dark Fate was good. I did enjoy Dark Fate. I haven't watched that yet. It's good. I'm a little... It's the closest to a third you'll get off of these two. And that's it. That's all. Because from what I understand, too, is that they did that movie in a way where it closes off the central John Connor story. Yes. And then tells their own story. Because I, I kind of... I got it spoiled. So I, I know how it goes. That's why I haven't watched it yet. Because I'm like, I don't know how I feel about it. The opening was quite shocking. That's what me. I mean. Like I, I, So I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah. Especially because... I kind of watched something similar with Genesis. Whereas with Genesis, they should never have shown the twist in the trailer. Oh, yeah. What were the fuck were they thinking with that? That's one. In uh, two, Jai Courtney. <laughs> Jai Courtney! Because he was coming up on that whole, like, just one movie after another where you're like, boom! Boom! Could boom. have put anybody in yeah. this movie, and it yeah. would have been the same. You could have put a fucking cardboard box in this role, and it would have performed the same. And no offense to Jack Courtney, because I know the guy can act. I know the guy can act. It's just for whatever reason, his agent and him got together and said, "Let's just play movies where I just take my shirt off." Mm -hmm. And they're like, "Okay, cool." Yeah, because he's great in Suicide Squad. Absolutely awesome in Suicide Squad. In fact, up until Suicide Squad, I was like, why would you put yeah. him in this fucking... Amazing movie? in Spartacus. And then two seconds into his uh, introduction in uh, Suicide Squad, I was like, I can't think of anyone else yeah. that would be in this role. And I'm glad he's back. <laughs> yeah, me too. For this Suicide I, Squad. I, even I feel like they're going to go the G.I. Joe route and the old characters are going to come back just to die at the beginning or something. Ooh, that's possible, yeah. It's I mean, Especially because I mean, it's Task Force S, right? So... The G.I. Joe scene was so weird. They just wrote off Channing Tatum like, gone. Died. I would too because I think he was really highly critical of the first movie. Yeah. I think that's a big thing. Yeah, we're going to bring you back. You're going to play some video games with The Rock. Then you're going to die. I think he was probably like, I know I'm contractually obligated to do a second movie, but can you just kill me off? Yeah. Please, I'm going to be busy with Gambit. And they're like, they're like, but you're Duke. And he's like, yeah, no, I, I know. I, yeah. I should never have yeah. done this movie. Yeah, I know I'm Duke. This whole thing. But I just signed on to be Remy LeBeau. This whole thing is stupid. I should never have done the first movie at all. At all. So yes, kill me off in the first one. Bill Murray me, please. Bill, Yeah, Bill Murray me. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah, what, oh, and uh, Mel Gibson was also offered the role of the Terminator. Really? That's the yeah. I've heard of that one. And he turned it down. He was offered the role because uh, James Cameron based a lot of this off of Road Warrior. Oh, okay. So he offered it to okay. Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson turned it down for the simple fact that he thought he wouldn't be right for the part. And then he said he went and watched it at the theater and saw Schwarzenegger, and he was so happy he turned it down because Arnold killed it. I, You know what? I love it when actors do stuff like that. Or yeah. like when they, at least when they're humble about it. Like when... Uh, like Will Smith, I love. Anytime they bring up the Matrix, where Will's just like, you know, like I turned it down, and yeah. then uh, okay, like it grossed so, billions sometimes of dollars. In life, you you know, make bad like, choices. <laughs> I mean, all right. Cause, yeah, because he jokes, because he's like, I turned it down for Wild Wild West. Yeah, and then he goes, <laughs> and I fucked up, you know. Like Jet Li's argument was, uh, he. Because he was in line for that, the only other Asian guy in that movie. Yeah. Um, and he turned it down because he felt like a lesser-named actor should have the benefit of that role, which I thought, that's a good way of putting it. Because mm -hmm. it's not like Jet Li ever had to worry about movies. No. 
you know? And because that other guy started, he, he went places. No, he didn't. <laughs> I don't think I've seen him in anything else since. Yeah. But the point being, like, I, at least I like it when they go, like, you know, I made the right. Like, it, like Mel Gibson, where he watches and goes, thank God. Yeah. Thank God. Isn't that I, amazing, though? Mm -hmm. Like, I like that. I really dig that. Yeah. It also helps that I've always, I've always been a huge fan of Mel Gibson. Even though he's kind of a fucked up dude in real life. Yeah. Yeah. But. A lot of them are. Now, a lot of people like us are fucked up in real life, too. Yeah, yeah. They're just in the spotlight, and you see it. But, I don't know. One of my favorite stories about Mel Gibson, though, is, like, when it first started to turn. Yeah. And he got pulled over for yeah. drunk driving. Yeah, and then went off on that rant. And the oh. cop is, like, the cop is literally, like, oh, my God, you're Mel Gibson. Yeah. Holy shit. Like, can I get an autograph? And he's, like, fucking Jews taking over the world. And the cop's just, like. <laughs> yeah okay cool uh, you're right the Jews um, autograph can I still get that autograph the fucking taking over the whole world of goddamn fucking Jews and he's just like okay man look uh, I, I've, I've signed off on this uh, autograph here but let's just get you home and between you and me this never fucking happened and that's how it was gonna be till the next morning when he woke up and was like calls his, his agent and goes yeah this is what I did they send out a fucking apology, and then the cop has to go, oh, yeah, <laughs> I pulled over Mel Gibson last night. He was fucking loaded. I didn't put that in the report because it was... Because I like Mel, and I was hoping for that autograph. It was Mel Gibson, <laughs> you know, um, and I wanted his so autograph. now his career is over. And I got fired. <laughs> yeah, I'm fired, because, but like, that's still one of my favorites, just because... Could you imagine that? Like, you pull over your hero, and he's just, like, spewing obscenities, and you're like, okay, like, can... That's like, Look, get in the fucking back of the car, okay? My partner here will drive your car home. Yeah. We won't fucking say a word. We won't say a fucking word. Stop with the juice, okay? It's yeah. distracting. And he just calls the next day, like, I just want to say sorry to the police officers, the LAPD. And of course the Jews. I want to say sorry to the Jews. And they're like, wait, what about the Jews? Oh yeah, no, I hate them. <laughs> I absolutely hate them. Oh, Mel. Yeah. Watch uh, Dread Across Concrete. His new movie with Vince Vaughn. Mwah, so good. Ah, it's got uh, modern day thespian Vince Vaughn. So good. Vincent K. Vaughn. Vincent K. Vaughn, but it's directed by this guy named Craig Zeeler, mm -hmm. who very much reminds me of a new Tarantino. Oh. His movies are insane. So they're wordy? Bone Tomahawk. Very wordy, but very violent. I wanted to watch Bone Tomahawk, actually. I heard nothing. Uh, Bone Tomahawk, Brawl, and Cell Block 99. I don't know if I'll watch that one. I really? know I know it's good. Fuck, I, it's I've good. heard it's so it's good. so good. In fact, I've heard that that's the movie that reminded people that Vince Vaughn could act. Mm -hmm. Which I was like, yeah, I know. I knew he could act, because yeah. I watched The Cell. Yeah. Oh, yeah, nobody talks about The Cell. Yeah. That was a crazy he good movie. He did movies before old school. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Before uh, Swingers. Swingers. Yeah, but he was kind of still, even Swingers. No, Swingers time. was before The Cell. S Swingers was like 94 or something. That yeah. That was one of his first movies. But then he started doing drama. Anyways, this is anyway, a bit yeah. long episode. Yeah, yeah. It's a Terminator episode. That's right. So, uh, <sighs> so basically what happens is after the, the cops station... There's enough of a lead where now uh, John Connor, or sorry, Kyle Reese and Sarah Connor. Sarah Connor officially is in. She gets it. She's like, okay, fuck, like, we have to go. We have to get as far away from it as possible. Mm -hmm. And then they eventually, like, I love the scene where they're in the friggin' uh, underpass. Yes. You know? Yeah. And she's t he's telling her about his life and saying, hey, this is... This is what I grew up in, right? So you get to see him going through a mission, losing some people, then gets back, and he's fucking exhausted. He's sitting down, and one of the Terminators manages to get in, and the dogs are going nuts, and then just rips apart everything, right? And then she wakes up, and she's like, I dreamt it, you know? And I was just like, man, that's a really cool scene, because I forgot how many flashbacks that they had, or flash-forwards, I guess you could say. Yes. Yeah. Um, I forgot how many they had of those, and then... So, like I said, so once it gets to the point where they're in the actual hotel room and she hooks up with him, you're not like, of course. Yeah. You're just like, okay, like it makes sense, right? It is funny, though, that the one time that they hook up, boom, she's pregnant. Because I haven't tried. <laughs> it's not as easy. I mean, it happens. That. Look at my sister and Rocky. 
Oh, that's true. That's true. Like, literally, the wedding weekend. <laughs> hey, well, some, well sometimes you shoot and you, you get you score. It, you get the target. You could say that. You could say a sports reference, Kenneth. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the Geek Panthers yeah. actually do watch sports, right? I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do. Um, but anyway, so you get that sequence. and But I also like how you get him, like, fucking fortifying. Like, he's making all these, like, bombs and stuff. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Like, and it's low-grade tech. And again, I'm just like, it's it's crazy that they're like, okay. Like, John Connor is like, okay, you're going back to the 80s. Here's some of the shit you need to know. You mm -hmm. need to know how to do all of this stuff. Yeah. But you need to do it with that kind of materials. Because you're not going to have, you know, parts of neo-titanium alloy. But while he's out getting that stuff, Sarah calls her mom. <laughs> that part! And you're talking to mom. And then... It's Schwarzenegger with the mom voice. I know. I was mom, like, oh, shit. He mom. You know, and but I also like, as she hangs up, she's kind of like, wait a minute. Like, she just feels weird about it at the end of that conversation. And I'm like, yeah, that's awesome that she would think that. And then um, it all builds up to the, one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie is he's in the fucking gas truck mm -hmm. chasing after them. Yeah. And Kyle Reese is trying and failing like constantly to hit him with this bomb and then finally like uh oh no the, the car accident happens. he ends up getting out that's right and then finally like explodes everything and then you have that one kind of moment of like ah okay and yeah. then he just fucking gets out and you see it in all its terminator glory and yeah. you're like oh god holy shit it gets one thing when you know it's a cybernetic life form but it looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger. It yeah. still looks like a human being. Yeah. The second that that's all gone is where you're like, oh, fuck, they're dead. Like, they're really dead. Even though he's got a limp, which I also really liked. Mm -hmm. They had that limp happening. I thought, oh, that's a nice touch. But still, I was like, holy shit. Yeah. And then, of course, you find out that Kyle is wounded. He's mortally wounded. So it's like that one-two punch where you're like, holy shit. And then, like... He's out, like he's definitely out, and he's then she's out. like, "On your feet, soldier!" And he's like, "Okay, all right, let's do this." And then they have that like last little ditch hurrah, and then he's done. It was that was sad. I was it's, like, it's still sad when I watch it. I knew it happened, I, and every time I watch it since, I, I know it happens, and I'm always just and like, and he oh. he knew it was going to happen. That's the thing, like, and that's the other part too. Like, like he, he knew, you imagine he that? knew that he was going to be John's father. And he knew that he wasn't going to live. Exactly. Like, it was a suicide mission. He was going to go back, mm. meet the woman he loved. Regardless. No, he knew that regardless. Because he yeah. knew there was no going back. Yeah. You don't go back to the future. You don't go back. He knew that part. But he knew that he would go back and die. Did he? I think he did. I don't know. No? I, although, to be fair, he must have. On some level, he must have. Yeah. Because, well, I mean... John really doesn't talk about his dad much. No. He doesn't really yeah. say, no, oh, it was great. We played catch. <laughs> so, yeah, you don't know back. this, but yeah. all the stuff that I learned was from you in the future. Yeah. So, kudos. Uh, hey, high five for banging my mom. <laughs> no, you're right. He knew. He knew. I, I think he knew. I know, But, I mean, so, yeah, he dies. It really gives it a bittersweet sort of end. Yeah. Because he spends his whole life, or at some a large chunk of his life, you know, learning about Sarah Connor, falling in love with Sarah Connor, realizing that his, and then getting to a point where now his mission is to go back in time to save Sarah Connor, father John Connor. But he failed the mission because he died before she was saved. Yes. I don't know why you had to say that, though. He failed the mission. I think you're just being a dick right now. Kyle Reese. Come on, man. Are you fucking kidding? Don't do this, man. Like, I'm actually a little bit... I'm, I'm, you're trolling me hard and it's working. Because... He went back, blocked the woman he loved, and then fucked up the mission. No, no, no. He, he did everything he could to make sure that she would survive. Right. He instilled in her the drive to want to survive, True. to save humanity. True. So, God damn it, Kenneth, if you ever say that again, I will backhand True. you. Because in the sequel, she's she's seeing weird fucking shit, and he's in them, and, and, and she's a badass now, so. Yeah. 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 Be because of him. Exactly. Though he died before she was saved. 
But she does save herself, and it's such a creepy, insane ending. I hate you right now. Um, I really hate you right now. I'm like, I'm actually a little bit pissed at you right now because you pulled that shit. Yes. It's, I love the fact that they switch <laughs> off and she saves herself. Yeah. That's actually, like, getting to that point is one of my favorite parts in the whole... It's actually my favorite part of the whole movie because up until this point, she's been the damsel in distress. She is still very much a damsel. Nothing has changed. It's mm -hmm. not like she did a couple push-ups and now she's, yeah. like, punching the Terminator in the face. But now she's thinking of it in terms of, no, 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 no. I have to survive. Yeah. I have to live. And this thing has to stop. And so they do that cat and mouse thing where she drags that thing. It follows her. That torso. That torso just crawling behind Just her. crawling behind her. Grabbing her legs a few times. A couple of times. And you're just like, holy fuck. And then, like, finally gets to a point where she can just, uh, what did she say? Oh, you're terminated. Yeah. She gets to say the fucking cool line at the end of the yeah. movie. You're terminated. Boop. And it crushes. And destroys it. You see the light go out in its eye. And you're like, mm -hmm. oh my god, that's awesome. And then you have this sweet voiceover where she's saying like... Yeah, and then you get to see her in that Jeep with the dog. And they take the picture. Yep. Yep. Oh, man. So good. Love it. So good. I love it. The only thing I would have done to change, because this, this is me, like, it's a perfect movie to me. But I still would have... Um, so Kyle died, right? Oh, God. So Kyle... I would have had the Terminator going for Kyle and then she distracting the Terminator and saving him. And then he still dies, but after she's killed the Terminator. So he kind of like dies in her arms type of deal. I'm happy the way they did it. I'm still happy the way they did it. Yeah. I mean, I was two at the time. What the fuck do I know? Nothing. <laughs> you also don't know anything right now. Straight up nothing. You're a fucking asshole. Yeah, I actually still hate you right now. Although I will like, I will say you got a little bit cooler because I'm reading this last point here. <laughs> I love that one though. I'm gonna let you read it because you found this. But yeah, this is hilarious. I like looking at trivia when we're about through our episodes. It's fun. So the Terminator in Poland during its release was called the Electric Murderer. <laughs> I really feel now that um, James Cameron missed a very. <laughs> Very vital part of merchandising. <laughs> the electric murderer. <laughs> it's if, great. If it's I, so great. If I had never seen The Terminator before, yeah. and you were like, you got to watch this movie. It's called The Electric Murderer. <laughs> I would be like, I will watch it because immediately I'm like, I'm very intrigued. Yes. Is he murdering electricity? Is he murdering people <laughs> with electricity? Is he electrified? And like, There's so many questions. But then if I go, hold on a second. They say Terminator like 20 times in this yeah. movie. Why wouldn't they just call him the Terminator? Fuck it. <laughs> the electric murderer. <laughs> the electric oh, murderer. that's good. That is good. Yeah. Some of those translations are really funny sometimes. I don't even think that's a translation. I think they just kind of went. They just tried to figure out a way for Polish people to understand. Yes. Terminator. What does that mean? Oh, uh, he, well, he's an electric murderer. Or maybe it's it's ah. because maybe because at the time period because Poland was probably still very much reeling from the after effects of World War II, uh, Terminator was probably a dicey word. That's true. You know, because that's probably still right up there with like dictator. So I'm sure murderer isn't better. Yeah, but a Terminator versus a dictator, like those are two like yeah, like this is like large scale. Whereas a murderer, like you could kill two people and still be a murderer. Right. You can build one person and be a murderer. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. It's still bad you killed that one person. Why not just call it the murderer then? Why is it got to be the electric murderer? I guess on some level so that they think that it's a robot. Like, I don't fucking know, man. Like, I have no real basis as to why. Like, at least, like, if this was, like, something where, what is it, like, German is very, like, Translations are hard because in German it's very specific. Where like if you would say like, uh, you know, I I went home last night. Yeah. I think the phrase would be something like uh, I Chris Mercier went to my house last night before the morning or something. It's like a very like long dragged out thing where like in English, like I said, it'd be like like four words would be twelve words for them or something yeah. like that. But I can't really confirm this because I don't know German. So. But I, I, <laughs> Pretty sure they're pretty particular. I'm sure we got one of our uh, geek panthers out there that speaks German or knows some German. 
but not is Chris like, wrong? Not that like classic, like the German that everybody knows, like yeah, uh, me or whatever. The, the angry stuff. Brick and me, Dojin or something, or why? Or like they always sound angry though, do they not? Or they sound creepy. Yeah, you know, like oh, drink I... some of this water, yeah. <laughs> Watch me drink the water. Mm, you know, like, what the fuck is happening here? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like, ooh, this is refreshing. <laughs> My lips are wet. They do, the, like, that weird lisp thing. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, so anyway. <laughs> are you done with the Terminator? I'm done with the electric. Are we bird. good? Are we good? No, we're not. We're not good. We're not good. You can't you can't besmirch Kyle Reese like that and then expect me to be like, yeah, we're cool. We're cool. No, fuck that. I mean, at least he's got the same last name as Peanut Butter Cups. That's cool. <laughs> unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, I, <laughs> unfortunately, oh, mind fucking you harder. Right now. You can see this all the time on here. YouTube. You can see us on Are Twitter, you... <laughs> Facebook. I hate you so much. Instagram, Instagram. Lots of love. You can hear us in SoundCloud, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Yep. Um, yeah, you're really putting some energy I into this conclusion. I hate you so much right you're now. You're just nailing it home. So just uh, keep watching, and thanks again. And, uh, catch us for the T2 extravaganza, which will be coming up about a week after this one. Yeah, it's really good. It's a lot better than this ending. I can tell you that right now. Because yeah, Kyle Reese isn't there to die. I fuck you. <laughs> hate you so much right now. <laughs> Fuck you. Bye. <laughs>